Welcome to the Gospel Care Podcast. My name is Jason Kovacs. I'm one of your hosts, and this is our second episode. Galatians 6.2 says, Bear one another's burdens and so fulfill the law of Christ. Today, Christy Lacey, one of our counselors at the Gospel Care Collective, and I are going to talk about what it means to bear one another's burdens, the joys, the struggles, the challenges, uh, what it's like in the ministry of counseling and in the ministry of the church to follow uh, that command. Hey, Christy, so glad that we can take this time together to chat. Uh, I know we've talked about a few things as we talk about this podcast and different topics, uh, and I'm, I know we're going to have a lot of other conversations, hopefully, in the future covering different topics, but there was one that you shared with me the other day that I thought, oh, that would be really good to talk through. Mm-hmm. Uh, can you just, yeah, tell tell me what you were thinking and and then, because uh, I, I want to learn and I want to hear some of what uh, that God's been encouraging you with and just how you've been thinking about this particular issue of bearing with one another. Yeah, yeah, thanks. So um, this has really just come about from sitting with others who are in their suffering, um, seeing how they've been cared for or they haven't been cared for and how, um, you know, how the Lord is is revealing in the process of these conversations um, his desire for people to bear with one another and also then the implications um, that that come when we are not bearing with one another. And I think in this culture, what we end up doing is um, we get uncomfortable with hard things. And so when we're uncomfortable, we want to move away from that discomfort. And so um, I think kind of just having a conversation about it, reminding people of, of how God views this, reminding and maybe encouraging people to really um, pursue holy bearing uh, with others um, uh, might be helpful in just kind of giving practical steps, application, and and getting people um, like, like us to think about bearing with one another in a deeper, uh, more eternal way. So, yeah. Mm. I love, I love that. I, I, I just, someone this morning just used this word that I think is, is a great way to describe the ministry of care and counseling and, and just even friendship. And that's the ministry of withness mm-hmm. um, being with. And, mm-hmm. and so just as you're talking about bearing uh, mm-hmm. with one another, um, I mean, that's just so central to, to, to what we're called to, to what we do as counselors, to, uh, the privilege it is to sit with people in their pain and in their, in their struggles. Uh, but yeah. I think, I think too, it's also just so central to, to friendship and relationship, uh, whether yeah. that's in the counseling room or not, or just in the church and wherever we are, that's, we're all longing for that. So. Yeah. I think it's, it's, it's such a critical and foundational, uh, issue that, that we all struggle with. Um, yeah. So, yeah. well, and we struggle as people who 
are the ones who are the caregivers or the ones who need to bear with others. And we also struggle as people who need to be born with, right? So um, I need my brothers and sisters to bear with me and my suffering and my sin and my struggle and my confusion. Um, but I also need to be able to grow in bearing with others in their own. And so, um, and Paul emphasizes the importance of this extensively in scripture. And we see it mm -hmm. in Galatians 6, 2, carry one another's burdens. And in this way, you fulfill the law of Christ. We see um, in Ephesians 4, 2, be completely humble and gentle, be patient, bearing with one another in love. And so he's emphasizing these important um, virtues of patience, forgiveness, uh, compassion, humility, as being essential for bearing with one another. And so, you know, oftentimes we'll read those scriptures and we'll say, oh yeah, yeah, bear with one another, bear with one another. But again, when things get really hard, uh, it's really hard to bear with hard people. Um, and so, you know, Paul is Paul is exhorting us and teaching us that um, bearing with one another is rooted in this idea of living in harmony and unity, of building up the community of believers and reflecting the, the love and grace and mercy and patience of God to the world around us. Um, so it's, it's really important. Yeah. Um, what, what do you, well, maybe it would be helpful just to think about what, what keeps us from doing that? Like you're saying, like, I, I totally agree with you. Mm -hmm. Like it, it sounds really good. Um, like, I think probably we all agree. Yes. Like we yeah. read Galatians 6, 2 and go, yes, I want that. And I want to be like that. But then when the rubber meets the road, uh, and we're walking with people or we've all, we all, we're, we are those people sometimes. Um, if you don't, um, if you don't, you know, think you have, uh, those people in your life, maybe you're that person mm -hmm. <laughs> that's hard to bear with, but yeah. we all can struggle with that. Yeah. Um, yeah. So what, yeah. Let, maybe let, I, yeah. Before be I jump think into that. that, before I jump into that, uh, cause I, I have about four points that I think are, are really important. Um, when we, when we talk about bearing with, but I do think that it's really important to note that while the Bible calls us to bear with one another in love and forgiveness, it also recognizes the need for boundaries and protection in situations of abuse. And so I think it's essential for us to understand that, um, you know, bearing with people is going to look different in different situations, um, but that abusive behaviors is are it's unacceptable and it shouldn't be tolerated or enabled in any way. And so when we're talking about this today, I think really we're saying, okay, we're just kind of taking, we're taking this conversation into the uh, realm of just an everyday relationship. Um, one that doesn't contain those kinds of dynamics. Um, so I think it's just really important that we, that we note that um, we're seeing that, um, we need to walk in wisdom and, and scripture says, okay, walk in wisdom and not foolishness. And so I just want to point that out. Yeah, uh, no, that's, that's really good. Cause yeah, without that, I mean, that's a whole other topic too, that we can, we can, we can address at some point. Yeah. Uh, I'd love to have that conversation, but yeah, if we don't do that, then it, we can either 
be unhealthy and are in overbearing with one another or being being too enmeshed mm-hmm. with somebody. Mm-hmm. Um, or on the other side, maybe we, for fear of that, we don't engage at all. Yeah. That's just yeah. as I'm thinking about that. Yeah. That's why that, that, that becomes a really critical issue as well. Mm-hmm. Um, especially mm-hmm. since we're, we're, it, it's such a, t- a topic and an issue, uh, mm-hmm. that's increasing. We're and, seeing more and more yeah. in the church today. In yeah. the church. Yeah. Yeah. So, but back to your question, like what keeps us from bearing with, and I think, um, bearing with one another means that we are growing in our tolerance of others. Um, we're accepting one another's differences, our faults, flaws. Um, and so as we are, um, as we're doing that, it, it sometimes comes at the expense of our own comfort. Um, and so we have to endure hard things. Um, so, so pain is one thing that I think prevents us from bearing with one another. It's painful. It's especially painful when we have to be patient and tolerant towards others who may have harmed us, hurt us, or caused us pain. Um, when we have to extend grace towards others who've wronged us, uh, it's a challenge. We are kind of pushed into uh, feeling um, this kind of sense of uh, injustice, right? And um, they don't see what I have gone through. And um, and I don't want to put myself in a position where I'm harmed again um, or I don't like what they're exposing in me. And so there's a, there's a lot uh, of pain that can be associated with um, bearing with one another. Um, it's very painful when the one that we're bearing with doesn't seem to be healing or repenting, um, but then that they continue in their suffering or sin and sorrow. Uh, for us, that means sometimes we in our humanity are feeling like we are not helping, you know, that anything that we bring is, is not helping. And so we can find discomfort in that and feel like giving up. Um, and, um, we, we can find ourselves sort of reducing, um, things, complexities and situations to sin issues, um, and something, or maybe it's something that's people just need to get over, And when we end up doing that, we're kind of leaning in our our own understanding. We're rushing restoration. We're missing opportunities to be the hands and feet and heart of Jesus. And then we induce more pain in Mm -hmm. the relationship that we are, um, you know, bearing with one another in, um, but also um, just in, in the other person's life. Um, I think bearing with one another can be painful when it requires us to confront our own, um, stuff, you know, our own biases, our own prejudices, our own shortcomings. Um, that's uncomfortable and painful. Uh, we don't like to be exposed. Uh, we like to be right. (laughs) We don't want to have to consider that we might be wrong. Um, and so we, 
we wrestle in that. Um, and so, um, but I think it's a great opportunity, right? We learn from one another in the painful process of bearing with one another. Um, so, and I think ultimately like we're selfish creatures. Um, we, we don't want to do hard things very often. And so it's often very difficult to put others' needs before us, before our own. Um, it's difficult to make compromises that uh, may uh, not be easy or convenient for us uh, and to sacrifice our own needs for the desires and for the sake of others. So um, it's it's a painful process, but I, but I think... Um, bearing with one another while it is painful is crucial for those things that I mentioned earlier, um, building community, uh, promoting unity, resolving conflicts, growing together in the Lord. So yeah, pain, pain keeps us from bearing with one another. Yeah. Yeah. And the, and the patience that it takes, mm -hmm. I, you know, I, I think that's, that's this is the other part. It's not, not just it's the pain, but it's the persevering mm -hmm. pain that takes patience Enduring. and yeah. that, that's really, that's really hard sometimes to yeah. have that much patience. Yeah. Um, we forget that the Lord is, uh, is so patient with us. Um, yeah. Yeah. But yeah. Well, and I think like the Christian journey is a process and it's the process of growth and transformation. Uh, and we're never reaching perfection right on this side of glory. And so it's a mindset that we must really embrace when we are when we are seeking to care for our brothers and sisters uh, who are dealing with um a lot of struggle in their process of transformation, uh, the things that God is chipping away at, uh, the things that we need to repent of that we have grown so affectionate toward that just really keep us uh, from the fullness of, of Christ, right? Um, our weaknesses, our blind spots. Um, so when we are seeking to care for one another, bearing their burdens, we must kind of have this mindset of, of great patience, recognizing that we are all imperfect and we are all in need of grace and it's messy. And the mess is exactly where Christ comes to do the work where the spirit is moving to do the work of transformation. Yeah. 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 I, lo I love that. The idea uh, that, and I think you touched on this, that when we do that, when we step into that space, uh, we get to be, not just be like Jesus, you know, or follow his example. Cause I think sometimes we think, oh, I need to be patient like Jesus. I need to bear with one another, like Jesus, what would Jesus do? Mm -hmm. Um, but, but I think it's even better than that because Jesus is present and he's working and he's in the mess. He's in the midst of whatever mm -hmm. someone's dealing with carrying that burden. And mm -hmm. I, at least for myself, so people ask me, how do you kind of sustain, you know, how, how did, 
how did you last as a pastor? How do you kind of sustain as a counselor in ministry? And I tell people all the time, it's only by, you know, remembering my union with Jesus that I'm not the primary one carrying the burden and bearing it and walking with this person. Jesus is, mm-hmm. he invites me to, 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 to join him and, uh, put my head in his yoke. And he mm. says, my, my yoke is easy and my burden is light. Yeah. Um, you know, and, and I think, I think of that, that, that so helps me because what that tells me is that Jesus is the one carrying the weight of the burden. Ultimately, mm-hmm. uh, I'm, I'm joining him with this yeah. person. And, and so sometimes I think if I'm feeling it too much, I'm maybe what I'm doing is I'm pushing too hard. You know, mm-hmm. the yoke I'm not, uh, or, or I'm pulling or I'm not, I'm, I'm pulling back, you know, in that yoke and as my head is in there with Jesus. Mm-hmm. And so to try to stay in step with, with, with Jesus yeah. is, yeah. is a challenge, but man, I, I, I think it's, it's, it's so key. Um, but it's also this opportunity. And this is, I think what, what, what I heard you say earlier, like, we get to experience more of Jesus when we do this. Yeah. yeah. We not not just the person experiencing their burden being carried, but we get to experience participating in what Jesus is doing in their life. Yeah. And I I think that participation is such a good word for this because when we lean on our own understanding of all of the ways that we think this person that we are caring for should be um, healing, should be repenting, should be uh, doing X, Y, Z. What we are doing is we're, we're running the show there. Uh, bearing with one another is only possible when we say, Spirit of God, you you are running this. I am fixing my eyes on you. I am attuned to you. It is your power, Holy Spirit, that is enabling me and empowering me to get into the mess like Jesus did with us, um, to, to bring restoration, to bring revival, to bring refreshment to their soul. Uh, I can't, I can't do that on my own. You know, it will fall flat. It will just fall flat. And, um, and then I can fall, I can find myself again, leaning on my own understanding. Look what I did. I did that thing. And so then, then I can get into this prideful space, right. Uh, in my own heart. So, yeah, I think, having again, the mindset of, of a patient God, uh, who is, um, who is moving and, and my eyes are, um, uh, fixed on him. My ears are attuned for him to him. I'm going to move in the way that he calls me to. Um, and, and again, it's a process, so I don't need to rush anything here. Um, God is doing something in me and God is doing something in the person I'm caring for. And, and that's good. And I can be okay with his process. Yeah. Yeah. In that, in that, that's gloriously freeing too, to, to not have to bear all the weight and, uh, to have our own timeline, uh, yeah. to know that God, it, God, 
has his own timing. Sometimes that, that's also really hard because I think in my, in, like you said, like in my understanding that if the timeline is sped up, that seems like it'd be a really good thing. Like if, yeah. <laughs> if we yeah. could just, if we just get through this, it seems like everyone would be better off. Mm-hmm. Um, but to continually have to come back to recognizing that God's timeline for our sanctification, God's casing in our healing and our restoration and renewal is, is often a mystery. Mm. Uh, why does he take so long? Why does he allow what he allows? Uh, mm-hmm. But I find myself at least having to come back to that recognition over and over and over again. And even though sometimes I don't like it, you know, if it's myself or it's my kids or you yeah. know, if yeah. it affects, especially when it really affects me, um, yeah. then I'm like, <laughs> come on, God. Yeah. Yeah. The, yeah. It's that patient perseverance in the pain mm-hmm. and trusting that, oh, this is a process and I have to trust you, God, in the midst of this process and that you really are sovereign in it and over it and through yeah. it. Uh, but you know, I have to come back again and again and again. And, and if some, a lot, sometimes I don't like it, but, but more and more I'm learning to rest in that and that that's ultimately the better option <laughs> yes. to trust his process. Yes. It, it is staying. It's, it's remaining on the solid rock as he moves us forward rather than in our anxieties, in our impatience, in our, and really think about a a lack of patience is really kind of oftentimes uh, it's, it's because we're anxious about something. We're anxious that Um, our brother or our sister is going to fall into more sin, or we're anxious that they are, you know, we're anxious for, for their relationship, relationship with Jesus or with others or with me. Um, but if I'm coming back to the rock over and over and over again, I'm, I'm, I'm solid. I can rest and wait and let him do the slow and gradual process that he needs to do, that God needs to do in this person. And I think another part of patience as it pertains to bearing with is that if we have a heart of that, that is patient toward others, uh, we will maintain the unity in the body of Christ. So when we are patient with one another, we're more likely to listen, to understand, to empathize with others. We are seeking to understand another person's perspective. Uh, That helps us to resolve conflicts. It helps us to disagree respectfully. It helps us to love others rather than uh, be divided in our you know, feelings of, uh, what should be, or what shouldn't be the hills to die on, so to speak. So, um, I think that's another important factor in, um, the patient as pa- as it pertains to patients in bearing with one another. Hmm. Yeah. 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 No, that's, that's huge. That's it, it, You think about this and it's like, Oh Lord, it, if only you could, um, increase this in my life and in, in our churches, how radically transforming this would be, especially in our culture today. That is, feels like, you know, increasingly 
uh, inpatient. Yeah. Um, you know, yeah. It, it's, it's patience is, is a hot commodity today. Yeah. It's, it's yeah. almost surprising when someone is patient, like so really? you, you talk to somebody and they, and they really are listening and they really yeah. want to know how you're doing and, and they have a sense of patience about them. Like they're not in a hurry. Mm-hmm. I, fi- I find myself at least like kind of s- suspicious almost yeah. like, like, are What's you going on? want to know? <laughs> Did yeah. somebody tell you something, you know, like what, what's happening? Um, yeah. So, yeah, I think that that's, that, that's so critical. Yeah. Well, and I, I really appreciate that you, you brought that up, like this, this sense of being with a patient person, being with someone that is bearing, uh, that, that you're bearing with, or they're bearing with you. Um, that proximity is really necessary for bearing with one another. We can't, well, we may be able to bear with one another from afar, but it's not likely that it's going to be productive um, for either person involved in that. Uh, when we're close to one another, we see more clearly the struggles, the sin, the suffering, the sorrows, the uh, the celebrating uh, that that is happening in their lives, right? So uh, proximity is a, a really a necessary requirement to bear with one another. We're embodied people. And when we are in the presence of others, uh, there's, there's a lot that happens. Um, we, you know, if we're struggling with anxiety, being with someone who's patient helps us to slow down and breathe. Um, as the patient person bears with me and my anxiety, um, I'm more able to kind of slow down, calm down, rest. My parasympathetic nervous system is likely engaged there. And so I can think a little more clearly. Um, I'm not, I'm not rushing. I'm not frantic or frenetic. Uh, we need the nearness of togetherness. Um, it's a beautiful thing to be in the presence of fellow believers and, um, and bearing with one another in all of these complex situations. Um, we grow with one another, all parties involved have an opportunity to grow. Um, we grow in our empathy. We grow in our understanding. It makes it easier, uh, as we practice bearing burdens, uh, to, to deal with others, in their shortcomings or for someone to deal with me and mine. Uh, when we are in proximity with one another, we um, close this gap between the stories we make in our mind uh, and, uh, and the stories we make of others and in who they really are. Um, you know, when we get far away from people that we're kind of annoyed with, um, we tell ourselves stories, right? It's just kind of what we do. Um, but when you get close to someone, when you are with them, when you see their tears, when you see their struggles, when you see their despair or, um, you know, just the, the things that they're dealing with, you're moved toward compassion, 
in the image of God, we are created who, who was a compassionate, who is a compassionate God. And so of course the spirit would be moving in us to grow us in compassion as we grow in proximity with others, as we move toward them. Um, yeah. So I think that's beautiful. Yeah. Yeah. There's so much there. I, I, you know, my mind is thinking about a, a lot of different um, things. And I mean, thinking about yeah. Paul and his relationship. And one of the things that I, I've, I've finished reading through and spending uh, a year or two reading through and kind of in my personal time in Ephesians and at the end of Ephesians, Paul's written this whole letter to them. And then he says, I'm going to send Tychicus to you mm. to tell you more about who, how I'm doing. And, and, it struck me as I read that, that, you know, in a sense, Paul felt like this letter wasn't enough. He, he wanted to, and he couldn't go to be with them at that time, but he wanted somebody to mm. be with them personally. And, and like you talk about the proximity of presence is, uh, is, is how the God has made us and what he's created us for yeah. uh, as embodied souls that we would uh, not just speak to one another with words and, and from, you know, a distance or, or communicate through words written on a page. So that's, you know, that, that's mm-hmm. a part of our relationship and the way we relate, but we cannot miss the physicality and the, and the, and the presence uh, yeah. of one another that, yeah. that we so desperately need. Yeah. Um, and then ultimately Jesus, like the incarnation that God yeah. himself took on our flesh uh, and, uh, and, and, and enters our sin and our suffering mm-hmm. and becomes present with us mm-hmm. in the most, you know, radical and real of ways. Uh, and so central to, to life and, and, and all eternity is the presence of Jesus, the person yeah. of Jesus, the presence of Jesus, the, the nearness of Jesus. Yes. That is that we so desperately need and long for. Mm-hmm. And, and I think in all of this is so key because how do we begin to bear and be pr- with one another with that sort of, with that patience and that presence? Well, we need to experience the presence of Jesus in our life. And, mm-hmm. and that's a hard, I, I, we, we would probably take a whole, spend another podcast and conversation on that. Like how, how do we do that? What are some pr- ways that we can walk yeah in the presence of Jesus and, and, yeah. and the nearness of Jesus and union with Jesus, yeah. because that's so fundamental. If we're not experiencing him bearing with us and his patience with us and our, and all of our annoyances, all of our sin, all of our forgetfulness and you name it, yeah. uh, that when we experience that, when we experience his forgiveness, we're going to become more forgiving. Mm-hmm. Well, mm-hmm. How, what does that look like in my life? That, that always challenges me. Yeah. When I think of yeah. that. Well, and I think to this, this, that you bring up a great point, like, how do we do this? You know? Um, so, so practically speaking, we kind of have to shift our mind to say, bearing with one another is painful. And I have been called to bear with my brothers and sisters. And so in a sense, there's, there's, in my uh, in my shortcomings, I don't want to bear with people in pain. Um, I don't want to. I don't want to be 
discomforted or uncomfortable. Um, and, and so there's a sense of humility that has to come with that. I'm willing to like Christ move into the discomfort of others so that I can be an agent of mercy and grace to that person who needs it. And I'm, I'm walking in faithful obedience to help, um, heal, help bring healing, uh, as the spirit will do that. So, so now I have to reflect what, why do I not want to do it? What about that relationship is painful and is causing me to, um, run from them, move away from them rather than move toward them. Is it something about that person that I need to grow in accepting? Um, or is it something within me that I'm fearful of having to deal with? Um, uh, is it something that I don't want to touch inside of myself? You know, um, that person may expose things in me that I don't really like um, about me. And so I want to tell myself oh. a story. Um, you know, um, what about moving into a relationship with this person uh, causes me to be impatient? Um, how do I grow in patience with that person? So we want to begin to reflect on these kinds of things that we've talked about, patience, proximity, um, perseverance. You know, we want to, we want to do the hard work of examining ourselves, uh, especially when it comes to those difficult relationships. Um, what's going on, what's going on in me that causes me not to want to move in this and is there something going on in this other brother or sister that I need to grow in loving acceptance uh, with? As we're called to do that, um, Romans, um, I think it's in Romans 15, accept one another then just as Christ has accepted you um, in order to bring praise to God. So we are, we are bringing glory to God as we are growing in our acceptance of one another. Um, so yeah, practical things, you know, thinking through, um, thinking through a lot of, of, of these particulars, uh, when it comes to bearing with is going to help us to um, do the hard work of bearing with one another and, um, in pain and discomfort. Yeah. Well, I, I, I think too, of the fact that as we do that, we're inevitably going to struggle or fail or yeah. So not to give up, but to keep practicing. And, uh, and, and also when we do what you're talking about doing, which is so helpful and practical, like when we're taking those moments where we're feeling the, the discomfort or the temptation to pull away or protect ourselves, like to mm -hmm. ask ourselves, what is this God? What are you revealing to me inside mm -hmm. of, that, that, that I need to see inside of me? Uh, that that's another opportunity for us that God is using as we're bearing with one another to, to come back to Christ and experience more of his mercy, mm, more yes. of his bearing with us. Yes. And it's this beautiful process of yeah. our continual need of, to re, of re, continual repentance, continual experiencing of grace upon grace upon grace. Yeah. Um, yeah. And I know when I forget that I kind of, I, I can shift into discouragement. You know, when I fail, like I go to self-pity, mm -hmm. um, you know, the shame I feel when I, when I fail or, or I think that I've, I'm struggling or it's hard. I can often yeah. go to that place of self-pity versus going back 
to Christ and, and, and who I am in Christ and myself in Christ. Yes. Yeah. And what an yeah. opportunity this is, as, yeah. as it's hard. I mean, we, you're, you're exactly right. This is so hard and yeah. it's messy. Yeah. And, uh, so we're, we're going to be always be tempted to, to go the easy route. Yes. Um, yeah, we are. Jesus calls us into uh, the hard and into the messiness and into the brokenness um, yeah. and the suffering of one another. Uh, I need it. You need it. We, we all need that. Yeah. Well, and I think too, just like kind of wrapping this up a little bit, like this is a relationship that God has appointed and God has ordained. Um, when we are there, there's, there's right. The, the, the father, son, and spirit. And then there's this, um, hard person, which I'll say is me all the time. I'm a hard person. Um, and then, and then others who are bearing with me and I am being transformed into, uh, the same in, image, right. Into the image of Jesus from one degree of glory to another. And God is using this other person in my life to, um, to help me to be transformed. But not only that, God is using me to help this other person be transformed into the same image from one degree of glory at a time to, to another. So like, it's just this beautiful thing that's happening. And, and when we take a step back and get this eternal view and perspective, we see that there's something greater happening than the difficulties, the stress, the frustrations, um, we can, we can celebrate this process. We can celebrate, uh, in the difficult, um, situations, uh, what God is doing. And that is a beautiful thing. I love it. Well, let's keep talking. We'll continue yeah. this conversation yeah. on other episodes. Thanks, yeah. Kristen. Yeah. Absolutely. I want to talk a little bit more next time about the implications of when we don't bear with. Uh, kind of touching back on that story of shame and yeah. what it tells us and um, where we all go uh, when, when we are feeling like people are moving away from us and, um, and how do, how do we grow in um, preventing that? Thanks for listening to this episode of the gospel care podcast. We hope you enjoyed it and we'd love your feedback. If you have any comments, any suggestions for topics you'd like us to address in the weeks to come, months to come, uh, please let us know. We, we, we want to know what you want to hear. Uh, we've got lots of ideas and you're going to hear from some of our other counselors and other friends of ours uh, over, over the different episodes that we do, but we'd love your suggestions. You can also visit our website at www gospelcarecollective.org and learn more about our counseling services, our training opportunities, and our consulting for churches and organizations. Visit us at www.gospelcarecollective.org. And that's how you can get a hold of us as well. We're also on Twitter, Instagram, and Facebook. So lots of ways that you can connect with us, and we look forward to hearing from you. God bless.